We will be your prescription, your dopamine prescription going forward. Welcome to Stand Up Stand Up, presented by IT Misfits. This is where tech professionals and comedy intersect daily in your new favorite stand-up meet. Each episode has two parts, a roundtable discussion on an IT topic, and then an open source open mic, where each comic shares or works on a stand-up comedy bit. At the end of the week, we perform our final crafted bit. Just like any good stand-up meeting, we try to make these short and valuable. Hopefully, this brings a smile to your day, gives you something to think about, and most importantly, gives you something funny you can share with other IT professionals. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining and a welcome to my fellow misfits, Tim Stevens, Samuel Hernandez, and Matt Campisi. My name is Jerry Black. Let's get into it. All right. Uh, the quote for today. That's the quote? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> the famous answer. quote. The quote, the, the quote for today is from Jim Rohn. One person caring about another represents life's greatest value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And Not today we're going to be, today we're going to be talking about uh, uh, serotonin and uh, I guess I would say the, the feel good drugs that run through us. And uh, Samuel's going to do a little bit of the intro for us on that. But before we get into that, we're going to do a dose of open source comedy. Hello. I-, I know you're looking at me and you're wondering, why is this incredibly handsome guy doing this IT work? Well, let me tell you, I am a consultant. And I know, I know you're thinking, oh, consultants, man. They get all the money and all the ladies. It's true. IT consultants. That's what we do. But it's not all rainbows and skittles. There are some downsides to the consulting world. For instance, and people, and that's why people ask, Jerry, why did you get into consulting? And I tell them, well, you know, ulcers aren't just going to create themselves. Uh, I say things like, um, you know, I got into contract work because I wasn't stressed enough at my regular job. (laughs) It was the only way to completely eliminate the potential for a sexual harassment charge in the office. I needed some reminders about how much I suck at sales. It seemed to be a good way to meet other smart, poor people that were out of work. I'd never tried bankruptcy because I hate wearing pants. And because I wanted to really test my wife's ex-wife's commitment. All right. And with that said, uh, we're going to move into the into the other part of this, and and Samuel's share share your uh, insights into the feel good drugs that are naturally occurring inside of us. I, th- I thought Tim was going to do that. Tim, why don't but, you, uh, as we said, <laughs> Tim, why don't I'm not you the share only one that gets the, lost at times, right? The feel good drugs <laughs> that are inside of us. 
Go ahead, Tim. All right. So Jerry's right. The feel-good hormone that pumps through your body, one of them is called dopamine. I'm sure everybody's heard about it. We all talk about, hey, I got a good dopamine hit today or that helped with the dopamine levels or my dopamine must be up, right? We loosely use that term, but there is a lot of truth even in just abusing that term or loosely using it. So the reality is, it, and this is very high level, I'm certainly not a neuroscience, but I've read enough about this to give some people some insight on, on what that is, what this is exactly and what it does for you. So when you get excited about something, whatever it may be, or you anticipate excitement, your body releases that natural chemical, the feel-good hormone, dopamine, right? So as human beings, our brains do two things. They look for resources and identify threats. Looking for resources includes, I want to feel good. Feeling good is, is a natural behavior, a natural desire, which is what drives all of us to do the things that we do every day just makes sense however i always go back to thinking about my kids and their habits and what their intentions are when they get out of bed and that is they're looking for something to make themselves feel good and then that carries into something else that i'm going to close with that that's always been something despised and that is the artificial reward system that feeds the release of dopamine i.e participation trophies <laughs> so dopamine without effort is terrible okay right if you reward a kid or even an adult many many times even if they like the behavior that they just did to get the reward i.e show up to a game uh over time the activity that activity they're going to stop doing they're going to stop doing it so what you want to do is you want to practice things like delayed gratification. You want to practice things like I'm going to work very, very hard to get a desired outcome, and I'm not looking for the easy button. I'm not looking for a participation trophy because as you keep getting those, it loses its value, and it actually it demotivates the ones that are working hard to get the reward. Reward without effort destroys <clears throat> people particularly your dopamine levels. Nice. Nice. So, so when you say that, um, in let's, I'm thinking of it, thinking of it from the work perspective and really even from the, uh, people coming into the, uh, the work environment now that, you know, their careers that have had the lifestyle of participation trophies, et cetera. How do you think we go about as, as leaders, as managers, how do we go about helping them, you know, move from, I've got to get a dopamine hit. I need to be promoted every three months. I need my boss to tell me good job every day or whatever those other things are. How do we help them move to, oh, you know, sort of that, that longer duration. Uh, I understand that, that I, um, I, I won't necessarily get all of those things for my entire career. And therefore I'm going to, um, you know, I guess, how, how do we, how do we move them forward? Matt, any thoughts about that? Tough love. Um, no, the God, there is almost this whole generation, right? That has grown up in this uh participation trophy 
the what I mean, I'll just say from a parent perspective, this the help is you want your kids to have, you know, call it setbacks, heartache earlier in life so they could deal and cope, not having to be 30 years old and have the first time in your life hardships and you have no coping mechanisms at 30. So uh, I'm not a fan of the participation trophy. So, uh, you know, Jerry, your question was, how do we undo that? I think it starts with parents realizing that they're probably doing their kids a disservice and that there needs to be, you know, setbacks, hardships so that kids could learn. In the work environment, we've always yeah. talked about how do you take care of your people and a, a boss leader or team lead is going to have to watch their people and have to almost like therapy them out of it. I don't even know how you do that besides you know, um, just meeting with them weekly, hearing their thoughts. Uh, I don't think there's any one magic bullet, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. I, there, I can't I can't think of like, a, oh, well, if you just did this, um, certainly helping them understand themselves better, I think is, is, a, is a key to part of that. I think some of that um, just, you know, some of it will be a learned thing. You know, it just it is what it is yeah. um it is also interesting uh, the, the kids these the, at least uh, what i'm seeing is younger people coming into the workforce they do have a different perspective on work like as much as we said as generation x i would say came into the workforce and said yeah i'm not going to work for the same company for my whole life because the company doesn't really have my best interest in mind or at heart anyways um these people are are coming into the the workforce and saying i have a lifestyle that i'm looking for and it's not all those, you know, fancy cars and Lamborghinis and Ferraris and all those things. At least in the United States, I'm seeing a, a shift from the kids where they're really looking for a lifestyle of experiences. And they're not terribly expensive, right? They like the outdoors. They like going, um, they like going and doing things that aren't necessarily that high end, you know, I'm going to drive to Wall Street, et cetera. Now, part of that or is just, yeah. also the, yeah. the industry that we're in tends you know people tend to gravitate to it a little bit more of, of the same thing that we are in and i'm sure the wall street people and the finance guys are probably over there going you're crazy uh everybody coming out is wants a billion dollars and they want it today but from our industry it feels like uh people are really coming into it saying i'm not i'm not i'm interested in working from where i want to work and being able to enjoy life outside of work from an experiential perspective and and I'll just kind of continue to do that. And, and that's, what's important to me, uh, this very, very work-life balance oriented approach, uh, almost it's so balanced true. second Jared. life, life, second yeah, life, see. first work second. I see that in my teenagers today, it's so different. And so, so, uh, I would say bonkers. It, my son, at any given time, probably has a dollar and eighty-five cents in his checking account. Now, granted, <laughs> right now he's in football season, but he's not working, right? Which our agreement has been really what we've mandated is either you're working or you're playing sports, right? But there's absolutely no issues with him. He has driving a car and not having a dime to his name. I don't know how he's doing it. <laughs> gas and food but but yeah there's just no there's no desire there's no desire i remember when yeah. i was a kid you know chasing after the money um to buy clothes uh really taught me that grit and that you know what it felt like and what 
hard work tasted like, right? And I, I went after that and it, it's one of the few things that I was actually able to carry out of high school and, and serve me well. And then the reward system behind that, the dopamine of um, release of working and then getting an output and knowing that I did it, it wasn't handed to me. Uh, I value. Yeah. These clowns that I got living underneath my roof today, <laughs> there, there's no, there's no desire. And when I talk to them, I get this dead look in their face. Like, what are you talking? What do you mean work? What is that? And I'm like, all right, it's okay. AI is going to take care of the gaps. So just, uh, just sit there and be- AI and it robots. It, it's kind of the, the two evolutions are kind of moving together. The two it paradoxes. Is. I- but yeah, I, I think that, I guess I would say that all goes back to him to your statement of people get addicted to the dopamine and then you can't get enough of the dopamine. And then, oh, how do I get more of the dopamine? And and I think the other factor is now, now are we sending people towards drugs because that's the only way to, you can't manufacture enough for the needs that you have. So you're, you now are going to go outside and find external forces to, to get it. But anyways, all right, well, I'm rambling. Uh, I... I am, uh, you know, the IT misfits charter is, um, you know, to bring comedy into the workplace and help people. So I, my question to you then, you know, understanding dopamine is us being, trying to be funny at work. Are those dopamine hits? So, I mean, are we a cheap drug then? Oh yeah, having... for sure. Yeah. yeah. In fact, we're, we're a cheap drug. We should be an expensive drug. In fact, I think what we're hearing here is you need a prescription. Plug. You need a prescription for that dopamine, and that is IT Misfits. We will be your prescription, your dopamine prescription going forward. I like it. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining today. Thank you very much to my fellow Misfits, Tim Stevens, Samuel Hernandez, Matt Campisi. My name is Jerry Black. Have a great day. That's it for today's stand-up meeting. Remember, this isn't just a podcast, it's a weekly process to find the fun. You are front row at the birth of any of this comedy. It's open source, so please feel free to share this with people that you work with. If you share something funny with other people, their day will be brighter, and you'll be amazed at how much better your day is because of it. Thank you very much for being here. Have a great day.